so welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm just chilling out. Uh, finished up some auditions earlier today. Let's start there. Let's start. Let's start with the fact that I I, I fucking was was slacking off, and I was not doing a good job of doing auditions, which is the source of the income that I'm going to make. You know what I mean? Like it it just it it's just like, I, and I don't know why I was doing it. I don't know why my uh, I don't know why. I was I was having a mental block, but I, I was speaking last night because I, I I went to uh, what's up, nerdy diva Nikki? How you doing? I thought you had class, or you just stopping by to say hey before class. Anyways, I I was doing I, I was uh, uh, going I was I was engineering last night the uh, another intro course for the voice actor studio and uh, Scoop John B Mook. Hi everyone. <laughs> Mook, hi. I fucking, how did I never see that that's the best way to, to sign in? Mook, hi. Mook, not just hi. Mook, hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> not to be, not to be confused with a Mook Heil. Ooh. Whew. Um, I am, uh, uh, yeah, so last night I, I was over at the voice actor studio as, I mean, man, I, I've been for the last... <laughs> I feel like I'm there five or six days a week, and I love it. I love every minute of it. Um, Melissa was teaching, as she always does. She's the owner of the studio. I fucking love her to death. Absolutely love her to death. And uh, we were talking, and we were talking about this one guy who's who's like 22, 23, I think, and, and he's one of the most talented fucking voice acting guys I've ever seen. Like, just just seriously, just incredibly talented, gifted <clears throat> and not like, like I've worked a lot, like really hard to to gain the skills that I have. Um, and I think a lot of people don't see like the work and all that stuff. And I, I, but I do think that there's a level of talent to me. I think that this guy has immense talent, like even more so than I do. Like, cause he didn't come from any performing background or anything. He just straight up just understood voice acting. And, um, she was telling me that he he was having some trouble and that that he it was focused for him and you know he was getting a little lazy and so uh she kicked his ass a little bit and i you know i was kind of like okay well you know i'm sort of in a similar position funny enough and she said i'm going to kick your ass a little bit and i said oh my god well okay um Okay. And she said, when do you want to start? I'm going to, I'm going to hold you accountable. Uh, you got to email me the list of how many auditions you do a day. Uh, and, and then I might honestly also ask you for, uh, uh, those auditions so I can listen to them. And I said, fuck, okay, it's on, it's on then it's on. I can't not rise up to that challenge. So now it's just on. And, uh, <clears throat> and yeah, so now, so, so I did five already, um, earlier and I, it's like she broke the curse. Melissa helped me break that curse that, and it was a self-imposed curse. Honestly, it, it was just completely self-imposed. There was no other, there was no reason. There was no reason I wasn't doing the fucking shit that I needed to do. So 
so yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that we put mental blocks up in our way, and uh, I, I, I'm I'm happy to have the support of people like her who will kick my ass and hold me accountable. Yeah, I heard something interesting too. Somebody was telling me about uh, accountability, and they said that they think that they think that when a lot of people have a misconception about accountability. Thanks so much, dude. I, I plan on auditioning more uh, voiceover stuff uh, after this podcast is done. I don't have a lot going on today, so I'm gonna create some social media content and then uh, uh, do the podcast. I, I'm do the podcast. I'm doing the podcast, and then after the podcast, I'm uh, doing more. Uh, uh, auditions. I, I want to do 20 and just blow her mind with how many I fucking did today. Like, that's my that's my goal. What's up, Heavy Creamer Scoop? What's up, Scoop Stronaut? How you doing? Um, <clears throat> I'm talking about accountability and how my mentor was like, was kind of asking me, and she's super nice, so she was kind of asking me in a, a roundabout way, and I was telling her, I was just being honest, you know, as always, and I was like, you know, I haven't been doing as much as, as I've been wanting to do and you know I've just been getting lazy and uh she was like you want me to kick your ass a little bit you want me to you want me to hold you accountable I was like yes please and and now I'm I'm doing more I'm doing more just right off the bat just today I think I think I'm better when I am when I am held accountable by someone else I I I just am I'm just I just perform better and I wish that I wasn't that way but I, I I am that way and so what can I do other than adjust to that you know, <clears throat> if you can't pick up uh, a barbell in this one way, as long as you have proper form, you can pick it up in another way that's not going to injure yourself. And, you know, you, you figure out what you can and can't do, you, what your limitations are for now. Can I build that accountability? Yeah. And within myself? Yeah, I think so. I think over the course of of years of doing this, but a year in, you know, with lots of with with a few somewhat starts and stops, you know, I wasn't doing a whole lot of audition. I mean, fuck, I wasn't doing any auditioning while I was in the play. And th- that that bummed the fuck out of me. Like, that just, seriously, it bummed the fuck out of me. So, um, yeah, so now I'm back on track. Um, I was talking to a guy who was a, who, who was a basketball trainer. He was talking about accountability. Sorry, my ADHD is off the charts. I'm, I'm still learning to adjust to to speaking live to the chat and then also doing the podcast. Um, but I was talking to this guy and he said that people think accountability is, is, is mean and that, you know, holding somebody accountable will be mean to them. What's up, Scoopy, Scoopy, Jess, Jess, how you doing? Three hearts for you too. Um, and it's not, to hold somebody accountable is is really to to love them. You you have to really love somebody to hold them accountable. Because then what are you doing? I mean, think about it. What it, what does holding somebody accountable mean? It means really that you are you know you you care enough about them to care about their future, to care about keeping them responsible. Whereas if you didn't care about them, you'd just say, oh, you didn't do that. Well, fuck you. Then you know things suck. So there you go. Like it takes a lot to hold somebody accountable, and and for her to to be my accountability buddy, you know, it it it's it's just been good. It's just been really fucking good. Um, being at the studio and doing all that stuff. So, <clears throat> what else do I want to talk about? I don't want to dwell on this. I, I'm I'm happy I did I did like the bare minimum of shit that I was supposed to do today. Like that's that's, I guess that's the that's. 
that's what I'm bragging about is, wow, I did, I did a little bit of something that I'm supposed to be doing all the time. Great. But the little victories, I got, I got to stop being so hard on myself. It is little victories, you know? Um, so what else has been going on with me? I mean, we just talked, we talked on Wednesday. What happened Wednesday, Wednesday night, um, went out accountability is amazing scoop jumpy like it, it is it, I, i've had one for like a day and it's it's changed my life so it's it's already changed um i was so ready for you to call her your accountability partner but remembered this isn't youth group <laughs> right yeah not not at all not at all uh no no youth here <laughs> i am uh yeah, so what do I pl- I've planned for today? I, I'm meeting up later on, actually, really cool with a uh, with an acting coach. Um, she does a lot of acting lessons in town. She she does some uh, uh, yeah she she does a bunch of a bunch of coaching, I guess, for actors. I, I met her a couple weeks ago, and she she handles a lot of um, a lot of media stuff over at MGM, which is also really cool. So I'm having dinner with her tonight. Um, not much else other than this podcast and that. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm feeling good. Youth at heart. Yeah. I'm, I'm youth. I'm youthful at heart. Scoopy, Scoopy, just, just what's let's see. Scoop jumbies says damned voice actors read everything that pops up on their screen. <laughs> I guess I just proved that. I fucking proved that. Yeah. It's like my, it's like this chat is my teleprompter and I'm just reacting off of you guys. So this is, you know, this is what you get. This is <laughs> this is the whole thing of what you get. Uh, let's see. What did I do Thursday? Thursday was yesterday. Um, oh, I had a job yesterday. Booked a job with a place called Scientific Games. Uh, they do a lot of... Uh, got him. I know. You got me again. Um, they do a lot of slot machine stuff. So, uh, yeah. They... they, they they do a lot of slot machine stuff. I was able to do like a little in-house commercial thing for them. Um, hopefully, hopefully, this leads to more uh, work with them and maybe some slot machine video game work. Mm-hmm. Maybe the voice of somebody. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Good Anchorman reference. Loved it, Scooby Scooby, Jess Jess. Um, which reminds me, I have not listened to it yet, but the Ron Burgundy podcast sounds like it will be so fucking amazing. Like, the little snippets I've heard, I can't believe someone would be so into the character, right, that they would they would do a whole podcast in that character. That sounds hard to me. That sounds really hard because there's, like, so much. Thanks, Vegas Horse Pools. I think that this is also cool. Um, I feel like it would be so hard for people to, I don't know, it would be so hard to stay in a character. And then there's an expectation that your character, because it's from a movie, is going to be as funny as the movie the whole time. And it's like, that's impossible. So it's like, it's so meta because it's working on multiple levels. Who knows? Who knows? I got to listen to it. I want to check it out. I was a big fan of Anchorman. I also was a fan of Anchorman, too. I know a lot of people were, you know, sort of um, split decision on Anchorman, too. But I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Anyways, um, getting back to it, I I did scientific games. I'm I'm hoping for 
for more work. I got to go into the studio, into uh, uh, Dog and Pony Studios, which was, uh, I mean, man, just a cool studio in town. Um, and and to 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 make the distinguish to to make the distinguishing factor, I guess the voice actors studio is like a training facility where we coach. It's almost like a uh, uh, trade school, right? Where we coach people into becoming um, voice actors and and teach people all around the craft, the the technology and the business of voice acting. And then. Um, on the flip side, Dog and Pony Studios is a is an actual studio where they you know produce work. They make they make their money from um, from actually getting clients and then choosing voices from those clients and then you know booking voice actors to come in and do that work. Uh, the owner of the studio, uh, I, I'm I'm very good friends with, uh, and and. <laughs> Like very, I don't. I don't know if I said this already on Wednesday. I can't remember, but I. I bas- he basically handed me keys to his studio and said, "I want you to just be around." And I was like, "What?" It's like, "What? You want me to? You want me to be around? Just like you? You, you want me to? You give me keys to just come hang out in this fucking studio that you usually have to pay like, you know, not absurd amounts of money for, but like, you know, it's like fifty bucks to book thirty minutes there." Like that's the going rate of any studio, really. Of most studios, you want you want to book a a going, you know, you want to book a, a a session because you're in a, a place. Then it's like, dude, and he's like, yeah, just come in, just come in, work on your shit here. Like, <laughs> and I was like, what? Thank you, Nerdy Diva Nikki. I know, I know, like it. it Nice job. I it's just I I've hung out with him a bunch. He's one of the other teachers at the voice actor studio. So like. There's, there was that's how we got connected and and I fucking love this dude man he's just like a, a he was like a rock rock guy in his earlier days went to started doing like audio engineering and and just and then you know branched off created his own company and and he's but he's like this just this rock guy like this rock fucking band guy at heart and he's just man he's just one of the coolest dudes and uh, his partner James um, Von Bolt, who is who is another guy uh, who works over at the uh, over at Dog and Pony Studios, man, like they're they're just two of the coolest dudes, and they come from like music backgrounds, and they're just they're just kick ass, man. So I I love hanging out with them. So I made a few videos for them while I was there, like like social media videos that I thought would be kind of cool, and um, <clears throat> yeah. It, it, it's pretty cool to know that when uh, when you make friends, like that that's that's all the business is. At a certain point, it's just like, who do I want to work with? Like, oh, these are friends and these are cool people, and this is really fun. It's all fun and games until someone asks you to do sexy favors. Yeah. And then it's it's beyond fun and games. Can I also can I also just fucking say, I the one of the pieces I auditioned for this morning. I I am so fucking hoping that I get. I I have not wanted a job this badly in forever. But basically, the job is um, there's there's an app that creates like audio audio stories, um, but <laughs> poor, not far off. It's 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 basically like audio dramas 
um, but like sexual of a sexual nature, targeted towards women. Um, and it's it's just like, <laughs> like I can't I can't I can't really talk about it. I can't. I don't even think I I can mention the name of the. Of of this app, but the, I listened to some of it, and I was like, "Oh, I get this. I, I get the idea of it." And then I I listen porn, porn for the blind. No, not, well, I mean, I guess it would be, yeah. Um, just it it's it's like it's like it's like Fifty Shades or not Fifty Shades. It's like you know these sexual books, but it's it's audio style, so that it's it. It, it adds this level of, of reality to it. And, <laughs> like, reading it was just, like, it was hilarious to me. Because I was, like, at first I was, like, what is this? <laughs> and they were, like, if you want to take a listen to an example, we have some up. And I was, like, okay. So I listened to it. And I was, like, oh, man. I would, the idea, the, just the very idea right the very idea of being a voice on a on a on a thing that women will that i know women will listen to and then like just i mean there's no nice way to say it they're going to be like masturbating to my voice that's kind of fucking cool that's like the coolest thing i hope i i dream i'm this is my dream i want to do this i like i want that so badly give me a win just give me one win it's like light erotica for moms. That's exactly it. Scoops or not, drugstore novel stories. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it is highly sexual, but very definitely like phrased in certain ways for women. It is it is the the words for um God word the words like that <laughs> are coming out of this male character's mouth. Are just like I, I as I was reading it, I was like, "This is so good," and it it actually funny enough, it gave me like some insight into like, "Oh, this is like the sexual stuff for women. This is the sexuality stuff for women." And it was, <laughs> I will say, one of the lines was something to the effect of, "Um, um, I, and I'm standing here in my vulnerability." Like, and I'm not making fun of it. Like, to me, that's awesome. To me, that's just, like, so awesome. And I was like, oh, man, that's, like, interesting. That's interesting psychological stuff, you know? <laughs> Heavy creamer scoop. Caressed her arm and took the kid's lunchbox from her hand. <laughs> you know, just highly sexual stuff. <laughs> like, kid's lunchboxes. Um, I'm super hoping. I, I can't. I can't tell you how much I'm. I'll keep you updated if I get it. Like I'm, I am. If I get it, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna celebrate in some way. I'm gonna celebrate in some way. I would never be able to take something like that seriously, nerdy diva Nikki. I took it very seriously. You know, you know how seriously I took it. I took it so seriously. I gave myself an erection from <laughs> from myself. I was reading it like, oh man, yeah. I I am caressing that. <laughs> I am I'm caressing her with light kisses. <laughs> so stupid, man. But yeah, like that. That's just some of the fun stuff I get to do. You know what it is too. Like I in my 
in in doing the auditions, I remember every time like, oh yeah, I really do just enjoy doing this. I really enjoy fucking telling these stories and getting into this and seeing like what I can actually do. It is th- there is nothing but better. Um, hi brother, you have your eyes stuck. Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Terme di Carcala. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. But yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm chilling. If that's a racist comment, oh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and ban you. Like, I hope that you don't, <laughs> I hope you don't take that as offense, but, you know, this is, this is a nice, this is a nice place. Let's not, like, could we not, could we not with the, with the racism, perhaps? Like, I, like, seriously, Terme D. Carcala, I hope wherever you are, I hope that you're doing okay. And I hope that you're, uh, you know, I get it. You're trolling. And I, I, I hope your life gets better. Bless you. All right. You're banned. And, <clears throat> um, <laughs> that's the, that's like the funny, I know, that's like the funny shit from, from doing a live cast is just like, oh, somebody's just going to come in, <laughs> say something racist or say like, oh, you, you're fat. And it's like, mm, that's all it is. I mean, I get it. People, can you imagine though? Like, let's talk about that. People always keep on being like, people always keep on being like, how do I, oh man, like people, what if people comment negatively or what if people do? And it's just like, what kind of life are you leaving? Are you leading? If you have time to create a fake account Go on to Twitch and just spew racist comments for fun. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Probably not something good. Probably not something fun. Like, I don't know. I Like, I would never. Like, people who are happy and people who are doing what they want to do, people who are satisfied with their lives, like, that's just, I mean, dude, that's, that's, it's the people who who aren't it's the people who are really sad who who kind of get through i know he does need friends maybe i shouldn't have banned him i shouldn't have blocked him i should i should have shown a little more kindness in that moment but this i'm still new to this we'll see i mean and maybe maybe that's something that he'll want maybe maybe he'll want to actually cuz you don't know you never know if like a comment or something like that will will change somebody or or whatever but you know, it's, it's to me, to me, when somebody makes a comment or, or does some, you know, makes like a shitty comment or, or says something bad about you online, it's like, it says more about them than it does about me. Like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna be like? Oh no, I'm Asian. <laughs> oh, I should feel bad about that. Like, like it, it's, it, I don't, I don't even think that people are dumb. I just think people are unhappy. And I think that, you know, People lash out when they don't know what else to do. And, like, I think the only thing... It's probably a 13-year-old making rounds trolling it up. Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, that's fine. But that 13-year-old is probably in a lot of pain in some way, shape, or form. You know, I talk about this in my improv trainings a lot. Uh, this idea of, of, of high status, low status, right? Where uh, in improv, your character uh, there are two there are two modes: high status or low status. And high status people we think of as like oh we think of status as like oh money or power 
or things like that, but that's not exactly it. So in, in the world of improv, high status means that uh, we're always looking at what, not just what we are doing, but what we're also doing to another person. So high status people uh, are trying to always, or people that are, are trying to take on high status are always trying to increase their own status, right? So phrases like, oh, I'm so cool, or oh, look at me, I'm handsome. Or more often what they try to do is lower somebody else's status so that they seem higher. So, uh, uh, you know, just making fun of somebody or, or being uh, an asshole or, you know, racist comments, sexist comments, whatever. It's, it's, it's people taking, trying to take high status. And then on the other hand, there's people who take low status. So they're always trying to lower their own status or, or increase somebody else's status. And the reason people, you know, lower my own status, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so ugly or, you know, I'm not smart or whatever, or raise somebody else's status, which is like, you know, oh, you look really pretty today. And sometimes we do that for reasons. We do that for, for reasons. And sometimes that reason is I, I just want you to let you know that I think that you look great today or, oh, you look like you've lost weight. And sometimes we use it for ulterior motives like, oh, you look great. Have you been losing weight? Anyway, can I borrow $20? You know, so it's like we take on these statuses. And the, the reason why people take on high status or trying to take on high status isn't because isn't is because they don't have high status is because they're low status. They're th they're 13 years old and they don't have any power. Right. So then what do they do? And they're they're in a shitty home or they're in a they're in a shitty situation. And so one of the tactics they can do is try to take high status by lowering somebody else. Right. And that's why trolling and all that shit exists. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it's it's that exactly. So I, I don't I like and, and if you think about it, it, the bully like bullies get created because they feel like they are low. They feel like they are low status for some reason or another, and they feel like they have to keep on putting people down because they don't have any type of power. They feel like they 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 feel like they're not in control, and so I I get it. Like I I empathize with that. Um, so I don't know comments like that. I'm kind of like, whatever. You you know like, I feel bad. I feel bad for you that you're not in a place, like. Uh, I feel bad for you that you're not in a place that uh, that you can deal with that in a way that's going to be productive. You know, I suddenly want to be a hot chick with 20 bucks. <laughs> Just get 20 bucks and you're already there. And there we go. Um, so. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this is it's. I mean, shit. I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm just feeling really good. I'm feeling real positive vibes today, for whatever reason, you know. Most of the time, like most of the time, and I still struggle with days where I wake up and I feel like I, I'm not doing great. But those days get less and less, and as the day goes on, I start realizing, you know, oh, things are, things are increasing, and things are getting better, and I have people around me that are, that are supportive and, and helpful and, and thank you so much thank you for listening to this or watching this live um if you're listening to this and want to watch it live you can go ahead and subscribe to me on twitch it's twitch.tv slash brent mukai um scooby scooby just just you're speaking truth though that was beautiful thank you i mean i i, I i've made it my life's goal right 
to 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 do character work and to act and like other people and a big part of that is really understanding and empathizing with other people so that I can portray a realistic version of that because if I'm just surface and I'm like well what a fucking asshole you know what I mean like then then I can't accomplish anything but the second that I I employ empathy it's it's one of the strongest tools I have to to really getting into the mindset of other characters so yeah um I'm gonna ask I'm, I'm gonna open this up also uh, uh ask me anything let's do let's do an AMA section now that I'm doing this live ask me anything anything at all um and I will answer uh it could be about anything I don't give a shit what it's about just literally ask me anything and uh I'll answer so yeah, that's what's going on this Saturday, Sunday. What's what's cool and going on with me is um, uh, there is a special guest coming to town to the voice actor studio, uh, who is one of the hirers over at uh, Pandora Radio. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you've heard of this Pandora thing. It, it seems to be catching on, but the ads that are on there. And uh, I'm 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 really really hoping that uh, I c- I can impress make an impression, and uh, I guess that's the same thing. Impressing somebody I guess is the same as trying to make an impression. It's funny how words work, isn't it? That's the that's the whole point is that the impression is to impress. Hmm. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, I, I would love to be a part of their roster. Their roster is very small. It could be a, a it could be a definite, you know, working towards and, and a whole uh, uh, a process to it. But but I'm willing to work through that process to get what I ultimately want. So there's that. What's your favorite meal? My favorite meal is uh my favorite meal is probably it's lasagna it's lasagna straight up and the cool part about it is i can make like a keto lasagna and i have made a keto lasagna using zucchini instead of noodles and it is pretty fucking bomb like i don't want to brag but like what i made was pretty fucking bomb it sucked cleaning up after making it all but uh it was bomb it was bomb yo uh, why are there so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's because rainbows are beautiful and they are in the sky and it is the perfect metaphor, right? Like rainbows are just the perfect metaphor for uh, uh, for what I think is life. And, the you know, I, 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 and I'll admit I have an optimistic point of view about life but rainbows are like when do rainbows show up they show up after a a storm or rain comes and it's like it's gloomy and it's it's shadowy and it's like this darkness is here but then after it's done there's a rainbow and it's like you you suffered through the pain so that you could earn this beautiful thing in the sky that you can look at and to me that's life to me, that's that's exactly life. Is that after every bout of rain, like it, it, even in even in the darkest rain, there's always a rainbow, right? Um, how does your Clark Kent voice differ than your Superman voice? I don't know. I here's my vision of the Superman I would portray. It's a a just starting out 
22-year-old, 23-year-old Superman who, like, just got a job as a blogger at the Daily Planet. And, like, he's just, like, this guileless kind of guy. And he's just kind of, like, a nice guy. He's just, like, a nice guy, nice dude. Uh, so he, this would be, like, the Clark Kent voice, you know? Like, this would be, like, hey, what's up, everybody? How are you doing? I'm, I'm from a farm. I don't know a lot. He's a little bit dumb, I think. And then the Superman voice would be him, like, trying to overcompensate. So he, <laughs> so he would be like, hello, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for... I, I'm glad to have rescued you from the danger. I've never met you in my life. And I, I look forward to perhaps rescuing you again. I don't... That's came out weird. I don't mean to say that I hope that you're in danger again. But, but should you be in danger... I would <clears throat> be here to rescue you. All right. Off and away. <laughs> good, good, good talk. <laughs> that's 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 the type of Superman I'd want to play. I'd want to play like a funny Superman. I'd, I'd want to play a, a Superman that, that's, <laughs> that's just starting out a little bit awkward. That, that seems like a fun Superman. If you were to learn to dance, what style would you want to learn? Oh, dude, b-boying for sure. Dude, b-boys are the fucking coolest. Breakdancing is seriously the coolest fucking form of dancing to me. And it's so hard. It's it's definitely the hardest of the dances to me. Other than maybe ballet that you need to train for. But it, it's the most dynamic. It's like absolutely crazy. Oh, man. I'm getting a, I'm getting a phone call. And it's from Los Angeles. And it's giving me a name. So I got to let me check and see. Hello, this is Brent. Hello. All right, it was just a dumb. Is I have this thing on my phone now where it shows me like, oh, this is this is uh, it shows a name, and then it also shows me if it's like scam likely. Uh, and uh, it didn't. It gave me a name, and it was from Los Angeles, so I needed to pick that up. That's another drawback of the live podcast is that I can't show. You're going to ask if it's my mom again? No. I talked to her the other day. Is lasagna a good dinner or the best dinner? By guest blogger Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. My mom. I did have a weird conversation with my mom like like two days ago, like Wednesday night. Wednesday night, I had a weird conversation with my mom. And it went like this. I called her, said, hey, how's it going? She said, oh, yeah, it's going pretty good. Um, are you, uh, uh, did you, did you get the Verizon, uh, uh, package? Like, uh, uh, did you get the Verizon package, uh, uh, canceled? Cause I switched recently to Metro PCS and, uh, she was like, oh, okay, good. I was like, yeah, yeah. I deleted it all off. I canceled it all. And she's like, oh, okay, good, good, good. By the way, Dane died. And I was like, what? What? My cousin my cousin died, um, and it, it, it's, uh, I mean, he, he's, he, he'd been struggling with uh, pain for a while, and he was like 52, but he, he had, um, he, he got diagnosed with cancer, and he got, he, he was diagnosed very, very late in the game, um, because he had had pain for years, and years, and years, and everybody said, go to the doctor, and he refused, Um He's like old school Japanese, just this like real, like not, not loud at all. Real like 
doesn't talk a lot type of dude. Um, and it was weird. It was weird to to find that out because he he had survived a few like a few months back. Uh, everything was fine. He went into remission again because it was too aggressive. Because he he refu- he just refused. He refused to go to the doctor when at a time when it could have possibly been fixed and solved. But uh, yeah, I I know. I I mean, he lived a life the way he wanted to, right? And and I can't blame him for that. And. You know, my sister was telling me about all this stuff like, oh, like you don't you don't know if he could have survived or oh, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, I'm not going to judge the way he lived. I mean, he he was he was a soft spoken guy. He didn't talk a lot. He, he he kept to himself and he didn't want to, you know, he didn't he didn't he didn't want to go to the doctor. And so he, you know, he 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 made his choices. He made his choices, and I can respect that as as an adult. And um, <clears throat> do I wish that he would have gotten some help earlier? Yeah, sure. Um, to be honest, I wasn't super close to him. He's he's maybe twenty five years older than me, he's like twenty five ish years older than me. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, he would always um, I would always just see him at my grandma's house. And, uh, yeah, like he, he would just be there sitting there on the, on the bed watching TV and, uh, he would never say hi to me or anything. I was, I would be like three or four and I'd just be like, oh, that's that quiet man. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, so we didn't talk much. I found out later that he was like this huge, huge undersea diver, like people, came from all over the world to be mentored by him because he was he, he was like a celebrity deep fish diver, which was like crazy. Um, but he never talked about it. I never knew what he did till maybe two or three years ago when I went back home. Like he, he just never talked. He never talked to anybody. He was he was just kind of like a quiet guy. And, you know, I don't I don't know anything. I, I you know, it's it's always weird, right? When when somebody in your family dies and you it's like you barely knew them and there's a part of you that's like wow well i uh i feel bad that he's dead like i i'm not i'm not happy about that but on the same at the same token it's like i barely knew him like i he was practically a stranger to me like almost everything i knew about him i i knew just through what other people told me, you know, we barely, we'd maybe, I've, I've had more conversations with like passerby strangers that then become a friend, you know, like, uh, like I've talked to passerby strangers at like a party or like something else, like in one sitting than I, than I taught, than I ever talked to him. So, uh, what's up Lunar Creations? You lurk while you're at work. I don't care at all. Lurk, lurking, lurking and working. That's the, <laughs> that's the new podcast name, lurking and working. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those complicated things. Um, hopefully I don't know, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm agnostic. I believe that there's something out there. I believe there's a higher force. I think that there's a guiding reason for why we're all here. I don't know that there's a heaven. I don't know that there's anything after this. I just, I don't know. That's kind of my stance. I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. But uh, you know, I think I think he lived a great life. I think he lived a great life where he he 
you know, he was telling me the last time I was back home that people were writing him letters because he didn't have any social media. He refused to go on social media. Um, so he and he didn't want to put himself out there at all. So people were writing him letters from like Australia and New Zealand, like asking to come come to Hawaii to to mentor, to have him mentor them at deep sea diving. And I was like, whoa, you're a big deal. Like a, he was a celebrity in that world. In the niche world of deep sea diving, he he was a he was a, I mean, dude, what what cooler thing is there than to be one of the top guys in your field, and to be kick ass at that, you know? Like he didn't talk much, and he was humble. He was humble and 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 just a, I mean, you know, he's a nice guy, just didn't talk much. That was it. If you met him, you might think he wasn't a nice guy, because you're like, wow, he was so quiet. But that's just him. That was Dane. That was Dane, and I'm uh. I'm 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 happy I got to know him a little bit better the last time I was back home, but even then it was just, you know, all that stuff. So this took a weird tangent. Anyways, <laughs> I, I thought I'd bring it up. Uh just something in my life, you know, and, and I'm sorry about it and I'm sorry for his family and and all that stuff, but um Life moves on and, and I hear things like that and I think to myself, you know, to me that's just a reminder. It's it's a reminder that time is limited that I that I'm that I'm doing everything that I love because I could be hit by a car tomorrow, you know? I could die. I could die tomorrow. I could die in the next 20 minutes. Well, how crazy would that be if I just died like right in the middle of the podcast? How many views would that get? <laughs> this is dark subject matter, but something about thinking about Somebody, something about a person being like, I wonder how many views a, a death on a podcast would get. Something about that is just so, so fucking funny to me. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just fake my own death to get views. You know what I mean? That's the fucking stupidest. God, but it it really does. That's the, that's the reminder, and that's that's my natural instinct too. I'm not I'm not trying to make light of my cousin's death or anything. I'm just saying that my natural instinct is when I'm talking about something heavy. My first instinct is to then bring the mood back up, and have something funny. That's my natural thing, and uh, you know that's just the way I'm going to be forever. I think, but uh, that's what it that's what it's taught me. And you know, people people talk all the time. Like about their dreams and about things that they want to do. And I'm like, just do it. Just go after it. Life is short. One of the best ways uh, you can you can think about it is there's only so much sand in the top of the hourglass. And it's like, what are you going to do with your sand? You know, and I wish that I had invented that myself, but it's actually from a, a, a keynote speaker named Alan Stein Jr. I keep talking about him, but I'd never mention his name. He's the basketball, high-performance basketball guy. I think he, I think he was brilliant. I think the things he talked about were great, and his spins on things were great. And he—that's what he said. He said, "Go check him out if you want to." Um, Alan Stein Jr. <clears throat> just a just a phenomenal thought is you know we only have so much time, and it goes back to exactly what we were talking about. You know, people are people are trolling and they're fucking around and they're they're. They're taking all of the time that they have and and trying to spread negativity and trying to do this and trying to but it's like no just just go after just take a step into the direction of the things you want to do instead 
you know? And this is coming from me, who's a nobody, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm scraping by. I'm not working as, as hard as I could, but I'm working hard and getting better at working hard every day. And I, ju I just strongly believe that hard work pays off. That if you want to do something, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Uh, figuring out what you want to do and then going after it is the most powerful thing you can do. Because guess what? If you like what you do, you're going to be strong at it. And yeah, I mean, that that's that's coming from me, Brent Mukai, at 29 years old. I look forward to like reviewing this at like 45, you know, 60 years old and being like, what is my view then? Because I think the view will be the same. I think the view will be the exact same. I'll be happy for all the work that I'm doing right now. So um, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up with a uh, let's wrap it up with a commercial, shall we? A nice little commercial. Thank you for clipping that scoop, John B. I, I deeply appreciate that. Um, list some brands that you would like some commercials about, and uh, let's also let's also do this. Let's also um, Look at Twitter, Twitter news, and see what's going on. Actually, you know what? I could actually, I could actually, I could actually just put in Twitter. I could put a little, a little window here on the podcast. Um, Chrome. Let's do that, shall we? Man. What? Oh, here it is. Okay. Oh, shit. What in the heckaroni? What in the heckaroni? This is, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be simple. Why isn't this simple? Um. Huh. Maybe I did the wrong thing. Maybe maybe it needs to hold on. Production meeting, everybody. Production meeting. Um, yeah, window capture. What in the hell? Does it need to be on the same page? Is that it? Chrome. Chrome. What the heck? What in the heck in heck, y'all? Just what in the heck? Anyways, okay, I guess I can't do that. I guess I can't. I can't do that. Yeah, there's no... Nothing's popping up, even though I'm, I'm on Chrome. Anyway, okay, I'll get it figured out by the next podcast. Anyways, let's, let's, let's take some look at, at Twitter news. Give me some uh, suggestions of brands you would like me to do a casino commercial. Okay, you got it, Vegas Horse Pools. I will do a casino commercial. Let's take a look at some Twitter news, huh? Uh, wait, do people drink milk with Coke? That sounds absolutely fucking disgusting. A conversation between colleagues has snowballed, and now hundreds of people are left wondering whether milk Coke is really a thing. Can you confirm or deny a thing for me? I am currently being told that milk in Coca-Cola is a brummy thing. Is it true? Would you think it was weird if I had milk Coke? 
what in the fuck? Coke and milk is a thing, but it must be UHT milk. Otherwise, it would be disgusting. I am not proud of it. I'm not ashamed of it. Anyone who hasn't tried it is living the life of a coward. Are you... What in the fuck am I... Milk Coke is a real thing. Brummies. I don't know what a brummy is. Does anyone know what a brummy is? Or brummy? A brummy? B-R-U-M-M-I-E-S. Brummies. It's from James Felton. Yeah, I don't... I don't really know. Anyways, um, anyways, yar, that's that's fucking weird. If you if you've ever drank milk coke, then let me know how it how it tastes, please. I, I'm very curious. Let's see what else. What else? Um, where would you be if you were in your current books? Setting. That was the question posted by at Goodreads with answers varying in location, era, and reality. Where would you be if you were in your current book's setting? If you were transported to the setting of the book you're currently reading, where would you be? Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. Currently reading nonfiction. <laughs> so, so right where I'm at, America, living in the present, being being a human being. That's a great question, though. I mean, that's really just a clever way of saying, what the fuck are you reading? Couldn't we have just done that? Huh, Goodreads? Couldn't we have just said, hey, what you reading? That's a clever... I get it, though. You're Goodreads, you know. You would have been great reads, though, if you had posted just posted a simple question. I'm thinking about it too much. I'm thinking about it. Okay. Here's how this Indian state is trying to set a world record. Ooh. The state of Uttar Pradesh in India is attempting to get a spot in the Guinness World Records for the longest parade of buses on Thursday amid the ongoing Kumbh Mela 2019. Kumbh Mela? Is that like the competitor of Coachella? <laughs> I don't know what Kumbh Mela is. I, and I, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize immediately if that's like some sacred ritual that I'm now making light of, but... I don't know what Kumbhmela is. Sorry. This Indian state is trying to set a world record by parading a lineup of 500 buses. Jesus. It's a lot of buses. That's cool, though. I like that they're trying to set the world record. It's very interesting. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. One more. An airline rescues a forgotten bridesmaid dress. When a friend of Taylor Kenny forgot her bridesmaid dress in Houston... Kenny reached out to Southwest Airlines to see if it could be sent on the next flight to Costa Rica. With the help of another friend who dropped it at the airport, the dress is now headed to meet its wearer before the wedding. Oh, wow. Help, my friend is a is in a wedding on Saturday in Costa Rica, but she left her bridesmaid dress in Houston. Can we get her dress on flight 1734 tomorrow? All right, let's do it. Wow. Southwest Airlines, you... I gotta say, Southwest is like seriously doing such a good job with marketing because it's making me think, oh, wow, yeah. Like the the angles that they take are so wonderful. Like we're not going to charge you for a bag, which is like who the fuck thinks of that? Who thinks like, oh, that's that's like a thing people hate. So instead, we're going to just give you the cost of it and you'll calculate it in, but it feels like we're not ripping you off now, which is the whole other ulterior motive and the ulterior point. You know what? You know what casinos should do? What a great casino would do right now? If I was in the room with a casino, I would say, I we are going to give you the resort fees up front and market the shit out of that. 
and 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 market like have commercials for like our resort fee, like no hidden resort fee. We're not trying to rip you off. Like like resort fees are stupid. Don't you hate resort fees? We're going to, and then people will come to your hotel and not even realize that they're spending more money because well, not more money. They're spending the same amount of money. It's just that you're being upfront with your fucking prices. That is a cool, cool, cool idea, right? That is a really cool idea. Casino owners, I hope you're listening. Steve Wynn, you listening? <laughs> oh, man. All right, do a casino commercial. Will do. Let's choose a casino here. Let's choose, uh, let's see what first pops up when I type in casino. And whatever that is will be, oh, it's Casino the Movie. Uh, Excalibur, weird. How crazy is that? Excalibur pops up first? It might be because of my location. I guess technically I'm closest to the Excalibur Casino. That is the biggest casino that I'm closest to, so maybe that is really good. But let's take a look. Let's take a look at what the what Excalibur has to offer. Huh? All of the great stuff. Um, what in the hell? What in the hell? This is all just the same stuff across all the... MGM properties. This isn't. There's like nothing specific about the Excalibur here. All you're telling me. Let's see. Hotel. Um. Okay. Let's do this. Excalibur commercial. Take one. And the only take. Take one and I'm done. That's what, that's what all the rappers say. Hey, are you looking for an affordable are you looking for an affordable casino and hotel at a reasonable rate? Well, do I have good news for you? Have you also ever wanted to feel like you're in medieval times? Or maybe you just like living in a castle to hold it over all of the poor people around you. Compare Excalibur rooms, room and suite details to discover if it's the best fit for your lifestyle. Join the M Life Rewards and get an extra thirty percent off our lowest rates, best roommate, best room rates guaranteed. And now you could even book a resort strip view view to Queen, all at a low low cost. Are we going to tell you the cost? No, because we're a casino. Anyways, look out for resort fees. Come on down, watch our Australian Bee Gees show. Do you like the Bee Gees? Do you wish that they had a funny accent? Australian Bee Gees, that's them. Medieval times, I already talked about it. Men riding on horses and a wizard, and they, they fight. Anyways, Excalibur Casino. Don't eat at the buffet. Eat at any other buffet, but come to the hotel. Excalibur Casino. Hey, we're from ye old days. <laughs> oh, boy, that's the dumbest. That's the stupidest. Yes, it's me. It's been me, Steve Wynn, the whole time. Steve, let's talk. Let's talk, Steve Wynn. You spelled your name wrong in the chat, but I know you did that on purpose. Anyways, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Um, nailed it. Lance Cooper Josh, thank you. Ye old days. Scooby, Scooby, Josh, Josh. That's exactly it. I want to thank you all for listening on Twitch. I'm going to go down the list of all the people who are... Uh, uh, who are watching. Thank you, Heavy Creamer Scoop. Thank you, Kurzoner, Land Scooper, Josh, Lunar Creations, Nerdy Diva, Nikki, Scoop John B, Scoop Shrenot, Scoopy Scoopy, Jess Jess, Slow Cool, Vegas Horse Pools, and Virgo Pros, V and K. Uh, I appreciate you. 
immensely. You have no idea. And um, here's my here's my call to action today. Here's here's literally all my call to action is: if you uh, are feeling sad or unhappy or bitter about life or whatever, understand that you are in control of what you do. That there are so many factors outside of your control, right? That it seems overwhelming at times. But the choice of whether or not you go after and pursue something that you enjoy or even just the choice to try to find something that you enjoy is all yours. And the choice to to go online and troll is also yours. And of those two choices, I'd say that the positive choice of going after what you want and trying to achieve your dreams will always, always, always outweigh trying to bring people down. So... Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I deeply appreciate it. I am just, I am fucking seriously just in so much gratitude today. I don't know. I woke up and was just like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm just, I'm just filled with an attitude of gratitude and, uh, I don't give a fuck about any of my social media stuff today. I just care about you. So thanks for listening. Take it easy. Uh, and I don't know. I'll see you Wednesday. (laughs) I'm Brent Mukai, voice actor, improv trainer, entertainer. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful. Peace.